Who is your ride or die celebrity? <laughs> My what? You're like ride or die celebrity. Like the person that you will always go see their movies or you will always listen to their music. Even if their movie is terrible, you love them in the movie. Like, for example, this is the question the podcast presented mm-hmm. to their listeners mm-hmm. this week. And they posted it with a picture of Denzel Washington. Okay. So who's your ride or die? Um, Tilda Swinton? You and Tilda have a thing. I love Tilda. You guys both have angular faces. Um, I guess that's true. Is that why you like her? No. She's just... Did you like her as the queen? I did. I was young when that came out. I thought she did a very good job. And I've seen most of her movies, I think. She's just perfect. You want to know who mine is? Yes. Steve Carell. That makes sense. I just love him and everything he does. And he just bought a general store in his hometown. A general store? Yeah, because it was failing, and so he and his wife bought it. Oh. That just makes me so happy. His wife, Carol Stills? Yes. (laughs) Even though that's not her real name? That's okay. Welcome to episode 116 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. My name is Chris Jensen, and I hope I'm your ride-or-die celebrity. And my name is Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. I 100% know that we are not celebrities. I just want that to be very clear. (laughs) That was a joke. Okay, good. We get it. Indie Bookstore Day is so, so soon. It's so soon. I have been seeing Martina McBride's Independent Bookstore oh, Day. Do we have to bring this up? To myself mm. all week long because okay. just the rhythm of it sounds like Indie Bookstore Day. <laughs> um, yeah, Indie Bookstore Day is Saturday. Yeah, so soon. And we are pretty excited. It's one of, I think, next to Small Business Saturday, it's one of our busiest days of the mm-hmm. year, especially given when it is. Because it's not right. It's it, just it's not during the holiday season. It's the last Saturday of April usually. Yes, always the last Saturday of April. This is their third year to do it nationwide. It started out in California, mm-hmm. I think, four years ago. It was such a success in California that they took it nationwide. And I know I'm not the only bookstore owner who feels very grateful for that. Yeah. Because April can be hit or miss. I think for a lot of small businesses, um, Easter sometimes helps, but it's right. just a slower retail month. So. Hence, Indie Bookstore Day. I didn't realize that my first Indie Bookstore Day was the first Indie Bookstore Day. Mine too. Day. Well, not, not working, but attending. So that's really cool. Yeah, I've been is. here. I got here on the ground floor. That, that's so fun. We're very cool. Um, so yeah, Indie Bookstore Day. This is our third year to do it, and we have so many fun things planned. And we wanted to talk about Indie Bookstore Day, but we also wanted to encourage you to... to well, to come see us, yeah. really. Please, please come see us. So many of you have commented on, so many listeners have commented on like our iTunes, talking mm-hmm. about coming to Thomasville. We already told you about Rose Festival. Now it's Indie Bookstore Day. What more could you want from what, us, really? What more? Books and flowers. <laughs> they, they, they really do go together. They do. I mean, you could like press them yeah, in pages. In the pages. Mm-hmm. Um, so come to Thomasville, Georgia to celebrate Independent Bookstore Day, or it's nationwide. So yeah. If you are nowhere near Thomasville, Georgia, and can't make it over here, well, you probably have an indie bookstore near you, and you can actually find out where those are at IndieBound.com, I believe. That's right. Um, I had a link in last week's show notes, and I will do that again this week, um, so you can find your nearest independent bookstore. 
Can we talk about what we're going to be doing? Yes. What are we going to be doing? So many fun things. So the organizers of Independent Bookstore Day have always kind of presented it as a big party. Mm -hmm. So I think their like tagline is join us for the party. Um, or it's a party, join us, or is something like that. Is it like, like Aaron that. Carter's party? Come get it? Oh, maybe so. Maybe she was an Aaron Carter fan. <laughs> God, that's a blast from the past. Yeah. Basically, we have something going on every hour. Mm-hmm. So not only do we have special products um, that we are going to be selling as part of Independent Bookstore Day, so one-of-a-kind items that you can't find anywhere but an independent bookstore. That means you can't find them on Amazon, guys. No, nope, uh, cannot. What are some of your favorite things? Or Well, I was going to ask you because I don't actually remember what most of them are. The one thing that I can remember is the Welcome to Night Vale vinyl audiobook, I yep. believe it is, which is like... What? Yeah. That's such a weird thing. <laughs> only the Night Vale guys would do that. Um, but that's the only one that I actually remember. So what are some of the others? Yeah. So there are, there is a beautiful literary map of the United States. Mm. And they have like, for example, Florida is their eyes were watching God. Um, I think Alabama is to kill a mockingbird, but I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, so they have this beautiful literary map with different um, titles sketched mm-hmm. in each state. It's wonderful. Um, we only have one of those because Oof. it's a little pricey. So we, the bookshelf only ordered one, but other indie bookstores might have more. Um, there are also these onesies based on the elephant and piggy books, which are super cute. Um, and my favorite thing is actually completely free, but that means your local independent bookstore might not have very many of them. It is a... Um, short story written by Rainbow Rowell called uh, Kindred Spirits, mm-hmm. and it's in a beautiful little hardback copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to have 10 of those available for sale on Independent Books today. Not even for sale. For sale. She for wants free. us to give them away. Yeah. Um, and we will uh, figure out how we're doing that. Yeah, we haven't decided how we're going to give those away yet, if it's going to be first come, first serve, or if we're going to give one away every hour. Um, but that is my that's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, lots of other product. Other stores might have a different variety than we have. I didn't order everything from the catalog, but it is like quirky, yeah, cool stuff. Um, there was some great stuff last year too. Yeah. Um, there was one thing that we didn't think would be very popular here, and so we only got like two or three of, and they were gone in like twenty minutes. I think we got five, and it was Neil Gaiman. That's what it was. Was it his coloring book? What was that? I think it was a Neil Gaiman coloring book. And we, Neil Gaiman is hugely popular, but he is not hugely popular in our particular store. Right. And so we had gotten a couple of phone calls leading up to it, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, really? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but it's too late. Like once you've put in your quantities, that's, that's it. it. And I didn't want to order more than five because at the time we were not selling a ton of his books. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we sold out before 1030, I yeah. think. Uh, and we had... There were people lined up at the door I was about to say, there it. were people lined up at the door, which was so exciting to me. <laughs> that was like one of my professional goals, was to have people <laughs> lined outside the door when we opened, um, like like Walmart. Congratulations. You made it. <laughs> I made it. Independent like Books Walmart. Day is the Black Friday of independent bookstores. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let me tell you what we're going to be doing okay. because you should probably know. I should. Um, so at 10 a.m. we're going to open and give free grassroots coffee mm-hmm. to 30 different uh, customers. So grassroots is going to be serving coffee here. Um, it is our local coffee shop. 11 a.m. our little local theater is performing The Secret Garden. And so we're having some of their performers come and do our story time that morning where they're going to read from The Secret Garden. And then Emily, our friend from Your Maker, is going to teach the kids how to make, I think, felt flowers or some mm-hmm. some kind of flower craft. Secret Garden themed. Yes, Secret Garden themed story time. At Which one... also ties in with Rose Show. Yes, exactly. Oh. And festival. Yeah, look at, look at us. 
It's, it's like we did this on purpose. Yep. It's like we planned this on purpose. We definitely did, and uh, no one should think otherwise. <laughs> um, 1 p.m., we are giving away Lucy and Leo's Cupcakes. Lucy and Leo's is my favorite little cupcake place. They are located in Tallahassee, and we used to actually partner with them. Mm-hmm. The bookshelf Midtown used to be inside Lucy and Leo's. So we're going to be giving their cupcakes to the first 50 customers. 50. Um, and we count as customers, so you might oh. want to hurry up because <laughs> I will be eating a miniature cupcake that day. I think I'd get here at 12, so yeah, I'll be there. Yes. Two o'clock, we are having a book signing with Mike Brown. He is a George author who has a new book out that has been reviewed pretty well called Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And then 3 p.m., we are going to have Color Your Own Postcards made by our friend Lindsay from Pen and Paint. Yeah. They're really cute, and you can either mail them. We'll have stamps available for you to mail them. They'll have a drawing of our bookstore, and it'll say Indie Bookstore Day 2017. You can mail them to your friends and tell them they wish they were here or you can send us a little love note we don't hate that so um, you can just color and keep it for yourself put on your refrigerator and always remind yourself to come see us again oh that's sweet Mm -hmm. um then at 5 p.m we are having happy hour with literary inspired drinks 6 p.m we're encouraging folks to have like date night at the bookshelf we'll Mm -hmm. have a musician kind of playing um browsing music and at 7 p.m we're trying something really new literary trivia night so if you are local and you want to join us for Literary Trivia Night. We would love to have you sign up on our website, but you do not have to do that. Um, But we do have uh, a sign up on our website. Chris will put a link in the Mm -hmm. show notes. Um, And one of the most exciting things I think we're doing this year that's brand new is we are partnering with the other independent bookstore in our area, Midtown Reader in Tallahassee, and we're going to have a kind of passport system worked out. So tell us how that works. So we totally stole this idea from other bookstores in other areas because... In bigger cities like Asheville, Mm -hmm. or I do think actually Grand Rapids, places like that, there are several independent bookstores, and that's new for us. We have been the only one in our region for a while, um, I guess since since the bookshelf in Tallahassee closed. So now there is a new independent bookstore in Tallahassee called Midtown Reader, and we wanted to make sure Independent Bookstore Day was successful for both of us. Mm -hmm. So we have created this passport that not only encourages you to visit our two bookstores, but it also encourages you to support some other businesses that support us. Mm -hmm. So for example, in Thomasville, the passport includes the bookshelf, and then it also includes um, Farmer's Daughter Vineyards, a local little winery, and Grassroots Coffee. Mm-hmm. And so if you visit those three places um, during the weekend, anytime during the weekend, you get a stamp in your passport. And then in Tallahassee, it is Midtown Reader, Waterworks, which I know you enjoy, and then um, Lucky, Lucky Goat, Goat Coffee. Yeah. Yep. So those are the six places that you can kind of get a stamp in your passport. And then you win prizes, of course, if prizes, you complete it. Prizes, prizes. So, I, yeah, I'm with you. I think that's a really exciting thing that we haven't ever been able to do because right. there's no one to partner with. Um, so hopefully that'll be good for Midtown Reader, which is like in its babyhood mm-hmm. of, um, of, of bookstore life. Yeah, and I life. think they just hit six months, right? Yeah, so um, that'll be good for them and hopefully great for us too. Yeah. So, yeah, p- you can pick up your passport at Midtown Reader or at the bookshelf anytime now. They're already they're out and ready for you. They're out and ready, and you can also turn them in at the bookshelf or at Midtown Reader. Yep. And collect your prizes. Yes. So this is all super exciting, and if you're a local listener, I, I hope that you're excited, and I hope you're going to come see us. And, and if not, I hope that you will look up where your nearest independent bookstore is. Yes. Um, and good news, listener, because we have been to several independent bookstores across this great land of ours, and we would like to 
tell you about some of our favorites. Yeah, that's kind of why we knew we wanted to talk about Independent Bookstore Day, but we also knew, hey, not all of our listeners are local anymore. Hooray. Hooray. So we wanted to tell you where you should go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Andy, why don't you start us off? Okay. So I have been fortunate enough to go to quite a few independent bookstores because when Jordan and I travel, we try to hit a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to start semi-local with um, Sundog Books in Seaside because okay. that is my favorite bookstore besides ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason I like Sundog Books is it has a super casual, beachy feel. Like It feels like there's probably sand on the floor mm-hmm. in there, which makes me nervous as a bookstore <laughs> owner. I don't think I could own a store like Sundog, but that's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so their books are arranged by category, and then there's no rhyme or reason in the category. And now that I go in there, not just as a reader, but as a bookstore owner, bookseller, I think, what a nightmare inventory must be. <laughs> but <laughs> as a reader... Competitions. Yes. As a reader, though, it's a really fun store because it feels like any book that you find then is serendipitous. Right. Like it's you, a discovery. Yeah. You feel like, oh, I stumbled upon this, um, which I'm sure is what they're trying to create right, for you. Right. Um, anyway, it is in Seaside, Florida, so it's super beachy, um, really cool seaside was where the Truman show was filmed. So it's got this really, there's just lots of locally owned independent businesses all in one area. There's a record store on, on top of Sundog. Um, but if you are vacationing in Florida with your family, please, please, please do not miss Sundog books. It truly, it is my favorite bookstore outside of the bookshelf. So, um, and I think a very similar one that I, we've both been to is page and palette in Fairhope. Yes. Um, Fairhope, Alabama, which is just a delightful little store that has a coffee shop attached. It's the store's like it clearly has expanded over the years and has taken up what was probably once multiple stores. Mm-hmm. And it's like a circle. You walk around and you can walk all the way through and back to the front. And then one of these little quadrants is is a coffee shop. Um, I bought something there. I did too. Last I, time I was there, I don't remember what it was. I tried to buy, and this was true before the bookshelf entered my life, but like I really do try to buy a little something at every bookstore, even if now it's not a book, although still sometimes a book. Um, yeah. I try to buy something um, just because now I get it even more. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, did you know that Fairhope, Alabama is what the show Heart of Dixie was based on? I don't know what the show Heart of Dixie is. Oh man, you were missing out. What a delightful nothing of a show. It is, if you have lived in Alabama, which you haven't, but if you have, then Heart of Dixie is very realistic. Interesting. Despite seeming completely unrealistic. (laughs) Anyway, I think their little town is based on Fairhope. If you haven't been there, it's fun. Yeah, it's like kind of an artist colony that grew up. Yeah. Uh, One of my very good friends, Laura Smith, um, is from there. And that's how I know about it. Um, okay, my other one of my other favorite bookstores is E. Shaver Booksellers okay. in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah has a lot of independent bookstores, um, but literary genetics in Savannah. Yes, and to me, in my head, I put independent bookstores and then independently owned used bookstores mm-hmm. in different categories. Yeah, for sure. So E. Shavers is a new, primarily sells new books, new product. Um, I think they just got a new owner maybe in the past couple of years, but it is a cool little store small um but that's kind of what I love about it there are little nooks and crannies mm-hmm. it's almost like in an old house and so there are different rooms you can go in and I think they have a shop cat maybe um and they're right next to a tea shop so you can walk from the bookstore to in straight into the tea room which I don't know just feels really savannah to me mm-hmm. that's what I love about independent bookstores because they're I unique. think they're super unique but they're also really 
they really tell you about the nature of a place. Mm -hmm. So I think that probably when you walk into the bookshelf, you could get at least a little bit of a sense of Thomasville. Certainly, I have heard people say, oh, like when they come to my house, they're like, oh, this looks like the bookshelf. <laughs> and I'm like, well, right. <laughs> yep. that, does, that makes sense. <laughs> so like these bookstores feel like their owners and feel like their places. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So eShaver feel, when you walk in, you feel like this could not be anywhere but Savannah. So if you haven't been there, eShaver booksellers. I will check that out. Um, one that I've been to that I really like that is actually in a house, a famous and important house is Faulkner House Books in the French Quarter of New Orleans. Okay. It is in a house that William Faulkner lived in. Um, and it's this cool, like, tiny, tiny little store right behind the cathedral in the French Quarter. And the shelves go up really high, like you need a ladder, like a Beauty and the Beast kind of deal. <laughs> yes. Um, and what, I don't remember what I bought there either. I buy so many books. Oh, yeah. I don't expect it's you to know. It's impossible I to don't. know what I bought at any of these stores, except there is one that I definitely remember. Two of them, okay. So I've fine. been to New Orleans, and I have not been to that bookstore. So you I need, need to. Go to, to that one. I feel like I've been to a different one. Um, um, that one might be the other one that I have on my list okay. too. Okay, so but I will have to add Faulkner House Books because we, of course, <laughs> being married to Jordan Jones, we go to that cathedral every time. Right, we go. It, it is literally a block behind to the left. Okay, I'll have to go. Um, I'm hoping a trip to New Orleans is in my future. Yeah, mine too. That'd be super good. So um, I guess while we're on New Orleans, yeah, I mentioned Maple Street Books. Yes, that's what I mentioned. Okay, and I love that store too. I think that one actually used to be a house as well. It looks like but it. But it's not in the French Quarter. It's like out in yes. Garden District maybe. Yes. Um, and it is a renovated house that's been turned into a bookstore. I love their like kind of enormous staff pick section. Mm-hmm. Each staffer has like a giant shelf with like five stacks of books on it. Um, so you really feel like... You really get to know a person. Right. You really feel like they are reading um, and recommending and a great conversation with them. Last time I was there about last year's Indie Bookstore Day Mm -hmm. and they still had some stuff left over. I bought The Wake there. Okay. um, Which was very good, but totally inaccessible if you're not a (laughs) scholar of medieval literature. (laughs) Um, So I recently went to Book Culture in New York City. So... Book, book culture, New York City obviously has, I don't know, tons, t- yeah. just tons of bookstores, but book culture I had been following on Instagram because in bookseller world, you quickly discover you also have to sell gifts. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of readers don't like walking into right. their bookstore and feeling like it's turned into books a million, um, where there's just gift product everywhere. But I know at the bookshelf, we have a pretty wide range of gifts and I do that so that we can stay open. Right. Um, (laughs) So it was nice to visit a bookstore that also, I felt like, really balanced books and product well. And I haven't been to very many where I find that Mm -hmm. to be true. So I feel like either bookstores are just books or they're books and gifts I would never buy, like Mm -hmm. little tchotchkes and things, or books and gifts done well. The bookshelf is trying really hard to do books and gifts well. Book culture is doing that really well. Mm. So the one I went to was in New York City, and I think book culture has two locations, and we went to the one, I think, on Columbus. Um, Yeah, I think it was book culture on Columbus. They have great Instagram, a great Instagram feed where I had already gotten some ideas for our own store windows, Mm -hmm. and then getting to visit... It honestly felt, I, I know I reference this all the time, but it really did feel like going to the shop around the corner because it was in the Upper West Side. They had a great children's section mm-hmm. downstairs. Um, 
Although their children's section is in the basement with no windows, like oh. totally different. Yeah. That's what the children's library, children's section in the library was like when I was growing up. Oh, that's just... It's super strange. Yeah, it's super weird. Um, but they really have beautiful table displays and beautiful balance, I think, of product and books. They obviously are a bookstore first, mm-hmm. but they also sell really great backpacks and really cool kitchen wares. Um, oh, cool. So yeah, I really, just as a, now that I have to think retail and think merchandising i really liked book culture so if you haven't been to that one next time you're in new york you've got to go i have another new york area one um it's called word they have two locations one in greenpoint brooklyn and one in jersey city okay um my good friend hannah oliver depp works at the one i believe in jersey city um it just seems like a really cool place as i've seen it on the internet and through interacting with hannah but i have not actually been to the store yet so if you have Please let me know. I want to know about it. I want to go to there. <laughs> um, another Georgia bookstore that we have mentioned on the podcast before is Avid Bookshop mm-hmm, in Athens, mm-hmm. Georgia. I had followed them on Instagram for a long time and then was finally able to go maybe two years ago. Hard to remember. Um, anyway, they have a great store that is small, smaller in person than, than it appeared mm-hmm. on Instagram, but you were talking about staff selections, this bookstore, they do so many shelf talkers and, and little staff picks Mm -hmm. that you just know you can go in there and find something that someone on that staff has read Mm. and that they can talk with you knowledgeably about. I love their staff. I've met them at different book conferences and, um, they're just extremely well-read, kind, funny, thoughtful people. Um, I find, I follow a couple of them personally on Instagram now Mm -hmm. because I just really like who they are. And, um, that avid bookshop is owned by Janet and she actually has opened another bookstore also in Athens, also called avid. Um, so I think they've got one on Prince Avenue in Athens, Georgia. And then they've got another location that I think is a little larger that they're able to do a little bit more with. Um, but I think that they are a staple mm. of Athens. I think they do a really great job of attracting both the university population, right. um, which can be tricky to That's do. That's very tricky, yeah. And then also somehow attracting the rest of us, So, which I think can be hard to do in a university town, to be a place, a safe haven for both types of people. Absolutely. So anyway, Avid Bookshop uh, in Athens, Georgia. I think probably my favorite one of the ones that we've been talking about is Women and Children First, which is in Chicago, in the Andersonville neighborhood. Um, I was there, I guess, two years ago now. I bought um, The First Bad Man by Miranda July, which I'm now, I have the pleasure to teach in the fall. Um, I was shown this bookstore by my friend Kim Anderson, who now works at Midtown Reader. Yes. But she worked at Women and Children First for years when she lived in Chicago. It is... I mean, think of indie bookstore in its purest and best form, and it's this store. Mm-hmm. It's books, um, and I think what what you were talking about before of like the balance of books and gifts, mm-hmm. um, and they are just so primarily books. Yeah. And there are a few gifts here and there. Beautiful store, really really knowledgeable staff, and it is importantly a, a feminist bookstore. Yeah. Um, which doesn't mean they don't sell male authors, but that they are, you know. <laughs> really pushing women and especially women of color. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really important place. It's been there forever. Yeah. Um, and I hope it's there for the rest of forever. I would love to like do a study to see if like in larger cities, bookstores can be primarily bookstores. Um, I mean, I, 
first of all, the bookshelf is huge mm-hmm. uh, to me right. as far as space goes. And I know it's not huge. Like, I've been to much larger bookstores. But as somebody who went from no retail experience to working retail, mm-hmm. it is a large space to fill. Right. And I can't imagine, like, only doing books, right. not only because that would be very hard for us financially, um, but also because it's so much space to fill. Mm-hmm. And I just mentally am like, oh, my gosh, there'd be so many books. Is yeah. women and children... Is that a smaller space? Or? Uh, it's a it's a sizable space. Yeah. I mean, it's not enormous, but yeah. like it's there are many shelves to walk through. Yeah. And Chicago is another one of those cities that has right. several bookstores. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, in, a, in a place like Andersonville, like an artsy neighborhood in yeah. a big city, I think you can really support that. Absolutely. Um, especially in like a very socially conscious yes place. Totally, because it goes back to a bookstore. God, this sounds yeah. so no, 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 weird, right. but like a bookstore completely shares the identity of the town and space where mm-hmm. it is. And so I think, like I said, the bookshelf probably feels a lot like me when you walk in. You're right. It does feel <laughs> like my house. Um, but it also feels like Thomasville and a little quirky like Tallahassee. Like I yeah. think, I hope when you walk in both people from Thomasville and Tallahassee can kind of feel at home there. Cause, because I will say there are a couple stores in Thomasville that you walk in and you know, you're in Thomasville, oh, like, yeah. you know, you're in hunting country, mm-hmm. you know, you're in the South. I don't know that you walk into the bookshelf and feel that. <laughs> no, no, I don't, um, I don't think so. The bookshelf <laughs> has a much more colorful, cheerful vibe when you mm-hmm. walk in. Whereas there are a couple of stores. There's a new store, um, that you need to go in today, um, called South life. Mm-hmm. It has been open in Thomasville for a year, but it's a it new... It just moved locations, Yeah, it just right? moved locations, so it's two doors down from us. And you walk in, and it's like, oh, this is Thomasville. Like, it's deep, rich colors. Mm-hmm. It's leather goods. Yeah. It's jewelry. Fine made. leather goods. Yes. And it's jewelry. My mom said that when she saw <laughs> yeah. it on the window. It was fantastic. Um, the jewelry is made out of bullets and shotgun right. shells. But it just feels like Thomasville. Mm-hmm. So when you walk into the bookshelf, I don't know if you feel like... Yeah, I mean, that's not our aesthetic. Yeah. But... But I do Great. feel like you feel like you're in a quirky downtown, mm-hmm. which is true of right. Thomasville. Um, I'm just going to run through a couple more because I know we're running out of time. But Books and Books in Coral Gables, um, they have, a, again, a couple of different locations. But I think the one we visited was in Coral Gables, not Miami proper. Um, it was fantastic. Like, they have, like, a little cafe. Um they also were a bookstore that was primarily books. Mm-hmm. Um, they do incredible author events again because of their because, location. Yeah, yeah, like they can, they can. Um, but they just, I looked, I remember looking at like their new, I always like to pick up. Now I go and I really want your pamphlets. I want mm-hmm, your bookmarks. Mm-hmm. I want to know. Um, and they just had this awesome author schedule. So if you live in that area, please go to books and books. I would Ugh, be there constantly if I lived there. And that is close to home. Yes. For me. You need to go. Have you been? No, you've got to visit it. I never go to Miami. Uh, well, no driving there is the worst, it, yeah. but <laughs> it's so great. Um, and then the other one that you and I both have mentioned, I actually did get to go there last mm-hmm. summer, last summer. Two summers. two summers ago. Uh, politics and prose in Washington, D.C. And going there was like finally visiting like a book mecca. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those stores that you hear all about. Right. And I was like, I've made it. And it's not near a train line. No, right. It's it's out there. <laughs> and so Jordan and I, because we didn't have a car, so we, we took the train and then walked a long way to politics and prose. And so like when we stumbled upon it, it's like in the middle of this neighborhood. <laughs> We felt like we had reached the promised land kind of thing. Did you also go to Comet Ping Pong? 
No. It's across the street. Oh, I missed it. Yep. I mean, I may have, I'm sure I saw it, but I missed it. Um, it wasn't famous yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, politics and prose, they are a store again. Their event lineup mm, is incredible. incredible. And the former president shops there. Yes. Um, it, again, my, my friend Hannah, who works at Word, in Jersey City, used to work at Politics and Prose, and there are these great photos of her like selling books to the Obamas. Oh my just, gosh, treasure this forever! I know. <laughs> Makes That's me amazing. Really, really happy for everybody. The closest I can come is selling uh, <laughs> Michelle Obama's books and Barack Obama's books. That's all yep, I can do. Yep. I'm um, listening on audiobook. Yeah, but that store, I like. I remember. I think I bought a bargain hardback book from down in the basement, but then I also there's just so much to browse there. Like they just have a high volume. Um, and, and I think I thought it would all skew political just because of the name, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Their events frequently do because of where they're they're located. Um, and I did see recently, and I thought this was cool just given our current political climate, they're also hosting like conversations. So it's Mm -hmm. not just, um, author events or even events with political figures. It's like political figures and then they're talking in conversation about something, whether it's about immigration. Oh, I like that. Like, it, so it's almost just as some, as a, as a nerd, uh, just like these uh, kind of educational conversations to really educate the reader. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, politics and prose is doing awesome things. Um, can I do a rundown of my favorite Instagram? Do a rundown of your favorite bookstore Instagrams. My favorite bookstore Instagram accounts, because these are stores that I want to visit, but I cannot yet. And I will add these for you. Okay, perfect. Browsers Books. This is a store in Olympia, Washington. I heard about this book because this bookstore owner, I heard about this bookstore because this owner was featured on What Should I Read Next? Mm, um, some kind of Nirvana connection, I'm sure. Exactly. But now I kind of feel a kinship with the owner because she's a new bookstore owner too. Gotcha. And... I just love, they. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Browser Books that does this great board. I'm showing Chris with my hands as <laughs> if he can help me describe this. It's like a framed letter board, but they change it out with book quotes every week. Oh, cool. Um, it's just really cool. Yeah. Um, and they post them to Instagram. So they have a great Instagram account. Books are magic. This is the new bookstore opening in Brooklyn. Emma Straub is opening oh, it. Oh, right. Very, very so cool. So Emma Straub... Um, wrote The Vacationers and Other People We Married and Modern Lovers. And I adore her. I follow her on Instagram like a weirdo. And I follow her bookstore on Instagram because she's it's new. Like she's not, I think it opens on Indie Bookstore Day. Oh wow. Super smart, Whoa. Emma yeah. Straub. Um, so it's called Books Are Magic. Their font is super, like just like as a graphic nerd, like their design stuff is really cool. Um, Do you know which neighborhood it's opening in? I, it's in Brooklyn, but I don't know where. Okay, I'll look um, it up. Look it up. They, their Instagram account is awesome because you're getting to watch it from the ground up, which is such a cool feature of the current world we live in, yeah. where you can kind of watch a business grow yeah. from the ground up. So like you can see a t- completely empty store, and then she's like, we've got thousand, a thousand books coming this week. And it's just <laughs> really fun to follow the process with her. So books are magic. Um, books and Mortar is a Grand Rapids, Michigan bookstore. They have a great Instagram account. I love their window displays. Literati Bookstore is in Ann Arbor, and I I want to go there so badly. Ann Arbor is such a great town. I want to go there. I think I want to tell Jordan that's where I want to take my next vacation um, because it's beautiful. And this bookstore, I mean, and it's pretty in every season. Like, I don't know if that's right. how Ann Arbor is, but I followed this bookstore through the Christmas season and the snow and, like, the pic- whoever is taking their pictures is phenomenal. Like, the, it's just 
beautiful. Anyway, and then one more Southern bookstore, which is probably a little more realistic for someone like me. I have not been to it yet, but Lemuria Books in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. I have not been there. And um, I'm tempted to take a Mississippi bookstore tour because I haven't been to Square Books yet either. Um, Nor have I. And I I know so many people who work or have worked there. It's a travesty that I haven't been yet. It's super weird because it's Southern. Like, I feel like I Mm should have been there. But Lemuria is one that I actually follow on Instagram. They're great about staff picks and and posting those on Instagram. So anyway, if you, like me, are just loving bookstores from afar, those might be a few you should add to your Instagram feed. Mm, Yes. That's a good idea. Um, okay. I hope you come out to Independent Bookstore Day wherever you live. Please join us in Thomasville, but if you cannot, please find one of these stores we've talked about or go to IndieBound.com, I believe. If not, check the show notes. I have the correct address there um, to find the nearest independent bookstore near you and participate. Help your local economy. And if you have a local bookstore in your area that you want to tell us about, I'd kind of like to know. Yeah. Um, where do you buy your books? Yeah, where do you buy your books? And uh, just this little um, addendum, if you're buying your books from us and you live far away, you're my hero. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have gotten several online orders probably in the past month from people who live nowhere near us. I'm talking New Jersey, Texas, Pennsylvania. Alabama, Pennsylvania. And it is like it never ceases to amaze me that you are choosing to support a small business like ours in the middle of nowhere, South Georgia. So thank you does not even begin to cover it. Um, But if you do have an independent bookstore in your area, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Please email me at inventory at bookshelfthomasville.com. And you can find full episodes of From the Front Porch on iTunes and on our store website. That's bookshelfthomasville.com. And please follow our social media to see what's happening in the shop and around town. And you can also see what's coming up with our events. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at bookshelftville. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week.